0: Welcome to the Being Mum podcast, the podcast for being a mum your way. I am your host Amanda Forsey, thank you so much for joining me. It is so important as mums to find a balance between giving to our families and giving to ourselves and it's only by finding out what we truly value and care about that we can live our lives in line with who we are and what we really want. Let's put the you and the why back into mummy. Welcome to this week's episode With the kids going back to school next week I have been juggling a lot And I've had so many things to sort out To organise, to get ready So that we're all prepared And the new school year can get off to a good start It's it's a lot of stress isn't it We have a lot to do This can be quite an emotional time For us mums Um, We've had lovely summers with our children. We've been allowed to be free from the routine. For me, there's been lots of lazy PJ days, baths in the morning. They've had breakfast cereal for dinner when the days got a bit upside down for us. Um, It's been quite freeing to have less structure and no fixed times where we had to be up or to be somewhere. or We had to get out, out the door. There's been a more relaxed flow to the weeks without the crazy panic on a Sunday night to make sure all the uniforms are clean and dry for Monday morning, that homework's all being done. All the things that we have to do um, as mums, getting everything ready for, for the week ahead. So it has been quite nice to not have that stress and that fixed structure in place. Having said that, there's also been a downside too. Bedtime and mealtime routines have become blurry without that structure, not just the bedtime shifting a little bit later, but also the kids have been pushing their boundaries, asking for extra storybooks, extra bedtime songs, not wanting to go to bed because it's still light, these kind of things. It's all nice memories and lovely moments, all those cuddles and and extra stories, those are things I'm going to treasure but there's also been tantrums and tears and lots of bribes and threats like if you don't go to sleep now and you don't stay in bed there's no tv tomorrow i'm sure that i'm not the only one doing this crazy power dance with my little dictators but part of me is thinking that i might be in for a rough week ahead when school is back next week and routines and schedules and all the stuff has to be followed again there might not be so compliant So, this week I'm going to talk about some of the things I think are going to help me and that I'm going to try to do and put in place. I'm full of good intentions, and maybe one or two of them will appeal to you, and you can try them and give them a go and see how they go for you as well. So, first up, I'm hoping to get better organised around food and meals. With four kids, all who have different favourites and some sensory issues as well, I've let meal planning go out the window and I've just made sure that they've been eating plenty of fruit and vegetables, really. I'm hoping to change that and get a better system in place that will work around the school hours and making sure they have warm and filling breakfast to start them off right and give them energy for the day. I've no idea if they eat much or any of their lunch at school, but I'm going to assume that since they come home starving and what I would call hangry when I bring them home, I'm planning on having a good selection of snacks for after school. I've been practicing with cheese and crackers and grapes. I know some days it might just be a packet of crisps. But that does make them walk uh, quite nicely and keep well behaved on the way home from school because they're so busy eating their crisps that they aren't running off to play with friends. So that might be in my (laughs) favour to use the crisps as a little bit of a a tool. Um, For dinners, I'm going to aim to do some more home cooking um, rather than relying on frozen pizzas and turkey dinosaurs or takeaways that I've been using over the summer. I'm going to attempt to plan the week's meal out in advance. By planning out the week's meal in advance, then I can do an online food shop so that everything is getting delivered for me um, on the Sunday for the week ahead. And then maybe I can batch cook some of the stuff or prep some of the things on the Sunday. And that's going to take pressure off myself during the week. I really, really struggle around all of the decisions that come with food and food prep and what to cook for dinner and what to give them when they ask for a snack. Um, I feel it's a real thankless task and I just don't enjoy the actual cooking and feeding part of the day because it tends to have negotiations and little battles and so having it planned and maybe a list or something up on the wall showing the kids what they're getting every week it just might take some of those battles away I can say look this is what's for dinner, it's up there, it's all been decided and it just might reduce some of that for me I'm also hoping that by doing some of the preparation, maybe using the slow cooker in the morning when the kids are at school, instead of having to cook with them under my feet, that that also might reduce some of the parts that I don't like doing. And it just might mean that I can group things into batches of time instead. It's also going to help me keep the dinner time to an earlier part of the day. So instead of letting it run later because I'm thinking, oh, what am I going to make? And then I have to start making it if I've done some of the prep. Then I can get that dinner time bang on between half four and five. And then that means there's a little bit of a gap between dinner time and bedtime because I feel like sometimes the days get away from me and dinner time battles are only ending and then I have to start the bedtime battles. This kind of brings me to the next point that I want to discuss and the next thing I want to try to streamline and really simplify and that's the morning and the bedtime routines. I've tried to be smart. And I've made sure that I've got enough school uniform and all the pants and socks and everything that they need to do me for the whole week. And they each have their own container box for it. It's just I've got one of those big white cube storage shelf things with the space for the boxes. So they each get one for their uniform. And then they've, you know, they've got space there for shoes and bags as well. And it can all be stored there too. The idea is that I'm going to reduce my loads of washing for school uniform for the week because I've got the extra and it should last. And also the clothes will last longer as well because they're going to get less wear because I've got a few more. So instead of replacing them later, I just have them all there at the start of the year. Um, I also won't have to go searching all over the house to find something when I'm trying to get them all dressed and out the door. Also, the idea is that they'll be coming down and having breakfast in their PJs, and so then I don't need to worry that they're going to spill their breakfast all down the front of their uniform. If the last thing they do is get dressed before walking out the door, there's a good chance I'm going to get them to stay clean until they get to class. This might seem like a military operation, but getting out of the house on time with four kids needs to have a very simple, predictable structure or it's going to be complete chaos for me. I've got a similar white storage cube box thing next to the TV for their PJs for bedtime as well. So that's hopefully going to help me there. After dinner they can play, they can go for a bath and then it's PJ's on and something calming on the telly with cuddles and then once they're all calm I can grab some books or I can ask the kids to pick a book each and it can be stories before bed all together as reading in their rooms has started to cause some problems. They each want more books, they all think the other one's getting more, um, at least on the sofa, to everyone at once. It seems fair and it's also more enjoyable for me too. It's a nice thing to do. There is advice that you shouldn't do screen time before bed and I know that can work for a lot of parents. For me, I always use the CBBC bedtime hour as the calm down and bedtime story um, as the trigger that sent finished, now it's bed. So since they were small, that was the routine and that's what they know. And while Iggle Piggle and Makapaka don't do it for them anymore, if you know, you know. There are lots of other lovely things on the BBC iPlayer or Netflix that you can watch. My kids like um, Puffin Rock on Netflix or I put on some of the Julia Donaldson animations from her books on the BBC iPlayer. Room on the Broom is a favourite one before bed. But ultimately it's about keeping the routines as simple and predictable and calm as possible. That way the kids know what to expect and they go along with them. I don't want the mornings and the evenings to be battlegrounds and full of shouting and nagging from me. It's not fun for me and it isn't fun for the kids either. And so if I can make these parts of the day nicer for all of us, I think it's going to go a long way towards creating a calmer and more loving start and end to the day. And then that's going to help with the week as well. I mean, I don't want to send them to bed or into school thinking that mommy's cross with me, um, that mommy has been shouting. It's not nice. I want to end those moments because I'm not going to see them for a while with a nice, moment with a hug with a kiss and a see you soon honey that kind of thing because it's just it's going to mean I feel better and they feel better and then hopefully it'll be a better day and a better week the other big thing that I want to do is get really really clear and organized and on top of the calendar at the moment we've been pretty rubbish at filling it in over the summer quite often we only look in the morning um, have a look and see what's happening that day It hasn't been a problem over the summer because we didn't really have any plans. And so what I've done is I've bought a large weekly planner that I want to use to help keep track of everyone's schedule, to mark in all the important events and make sure everyone knows what's going on. So often a lot of the things for myself are actually in my head and it's a lot to try to remember. And then because life gets overwhelming, it's easy to get confused and get a day wrong or forget completely. With Christmas activities and birthdays coming up and family visiting, I want to be more on top of things this year. And I feel with three at school, I really need to be super organized. And while it's really not my strength, I would love to improve it. So I'm very visual. I'm a very visual person. And I think I might need to look into some digital options so um, if there's a way I can set reminders and help to coordinate my personal calendar where I put my self-care and things with my husband's calendar and also with my what my extended family are doing my sister helps out a lot and she also has her own life and commitments so I need to be able to factor that in and keep track of it it's a lot so if you have any favorite organizations tools that you love using please let me know and I'll be brave and I'll try to move away from my beloved pen and paper and my post-it notes. We all like using what we like using, don't we? So it's hard to make changes sometimes, even when we know that they're going to be good for us. So those are the three things that I'm going to be trying to change this new school term. And they're going to hopefully make my life run a little smoother. They're going to help create a little bit of a better balance and make things less stressful for me and for everyone around me and all these things they're trial and error and i'm going to be flexible if something isn't working i'm going to make tweaks and i'm going to try other ideas nothing's fixed in stone and being adaptable and flexible to whatever the upcoming weeks have in store is the only way i know how to navigate them i absolutely love this time of year as the leaves all start to change and they drop and the nights grow darker and it just reminds me to slow down take stock let go of what's not working or serving me I look forward to crisp autumn walks, rustling leaves, warm fires, snuggly jumpers, hot cuppas and curling up with a book under a blanket. Every season has its good bits if we look for them and after a busy summer I'm happy to slow down a little and I hope that you can find the joy in slowing down and simplifying things too. Maybe some of these ideas will resonate with you and you can give them a try. If you're trying something new this school term, please let me know. Maybe I can add it into my life to make my life less stressful too. We all need to work and support each other, don't we? We're all full of ideas and we're all trying to do our best. So I'd love to hear what you're trying this new school term to make your life a little bit easier as well. But thanks for joining me and I hope you have a lovely weekend. And I'll be back with next week's episode next Friday. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Being Mum podcast. Please stay tuned and subscribe for future episodes. You can also follow me on Instagram at Being Way, or join my Facebook group, The Being Mum Tribe. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have questions or want advice, please do get in touch and join the online Facebook community.